Welcome to Not Another Fucking Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the reasons why you are so damn angry. This is going to be a candid conversation like always. Week after week, we have these candid conversations of understanding ourselves and healing ourselves from the inside out in order to be the best people that we were born to be. So grab your drink, your water, your coffee, whatever it is that you are sipping on, and let's chat about why you're so angry. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about the reason why you are so angry. A lot of us are struggling with anger and feeling like we're crazy, but the truth is you are not crazy and you are angry because of some really old wounds and they hurt and they sting and they are insidious. And the best way that I can describe old wounds is triggers, right? We we know them today as triggers in our present day life. We know them as things that come up in argument, things that come up when we are hurt or we feel betrayed and we see them not, we don't catch them before, but we see them after. And the way that I like to describe triggers are paper cuts. They're like super old paper cuts. You cannot see them, but they sting like hell. And when we get angry, most of us have no idea that what's really happening to us is we are giving away our power. We are giving away our power on a silver freaking platter. We are saying, here you go, take all my power. I don't need it. You have it all. I'm going to be angry. And when we take our power back and we realize that people cannot hurt us without our permission is when we are able to finally take control over our life. But what does that look like and how do we do it? Today, I really want to be sharing some of the things that I do to help me when I am feeling angered, when I am feeling triggered. And I want you to think about, as I go on with this podcast episode, think about the ways that you are holding this anger in and ways to look at it with a lens of curiosity instead of a lens of judgment or fear. This is going to be huge for us, knowing that you're able to look at it through a curious lens and to really dissect why you're being upset. Dissect it. Almost like stand away from your body and take a look at it. Like, I want you to picture yourself looking in through like a glass house. You're watching people interact inside that house, but you're not judging them. You're just observing. And that's how we are going to treat our anger for today's episode. Okay, here's what I like to do. I like to ask myself four questions. When I'm feeling deeply hurt, when I'm feeling angry, the four questions I like to ask myself are these. Number one, what am I feeling right now? Like we need to stop, literally stop and say, what am I feeling right now? Say it out loud, out loud. Then answer your own question. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling betrayed. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling lonely. The second question that you ask is, what is the story I'm telling myself? And when I say out loud, like literally out loud, I have my clients do this in front of me and I can see the shyness and like the holding back. But when you are able to ask yourself out loud through tears, through things that are happening in front of you right now, you are able to answer your own question. So the question is, what is the story I'm telling myself? 
And when we answer it, an example can look like, well, the story I'm telling myself is that I'm going to be alone forever. The story I'm telling myself is that I'm never going to find love. The story I'm telling myself is that I'm never going to heal this relationship. Now that you know the story, now you combat it with facts. Is that the truth? Is that the truth? No. It's hardly ever the truth. When we tell ourselves fictional stories, when we tell ourselves things that haven't even happened yet, when we create stories, Harry Potter-sized novels of things that we think are going to happen, more than likely they never do. You know what that's called, my friends? That is called anxiety. That is your anxiety writing a fictional story and telling you that everything is going to hit the fan and you are never going to be loved. You're never going to be heard. You're never going to be seen. Is that the freaking truth? No, that is a story. It's not the truth. Then the last question you ask is, what do I need? Literally, what do I need? It's the easiest thing in the whole world. What do I need? You're human. Are you tired? Do you need a nap? Are you hangry? Do you need to eat? Do you need to have a hard conversation? Do you need to separate yourself from someone who is hurting you? What do you need? And once you are able to ask yourself those four questions, you will be able to get clear on what you need to do. The more that you sit with your anger or your hurt or your pain, the more that you sit with that, what happens is it becomes a real story. It becomes a novella. It becomes a soap opera in your head of things that are not facts. And this is what takes over your peace. This is what hurts you. This is what makes you feel crazy. This is what keeps you numbing. We've talked about numbing before in this podcast. Numbing is when you are scrolling on the phone, when you're on TikTok, scrolling, looking for some sort of comfort, scrolling on Instagram, when you're watching Netflix, endless hours of Netflix, to the point that Netflix even says, are you still watching? Like that is what we do when we're numbing, when we are hiding from our true emotions, when we are not addressing things. Because when we are not addressing things, guess what happens? You are not living the life that you're supposed to be living. You are not being productive. You are not loving yourself in the way that you're supposed to be loving yourself. You are not loving your family in the way that they need or the way that they deserve. And I want to tell you that it's difficult. These things suck. They hurt. When we go into what are we feeling, here's where we are forced to be vulnerable. We are forced to be vulnerable. Here is where we must say, I'm hurt. I'm sad. I feel betrayed. I don't know where my life is going. I'm scared. I'm scared of being alone. These are all just feelings that are not facts. And when you are able to ask yourself these questions, you are able to help yourself with your anger. And more than likely, your anger is stemming from a place of things that you're ignoring. You know what you need to do. You're just not doing it. You're just not doing it. You're fighting against your intuition. Remember your ego versus your intuition. Your intuition is the soul's umbilical cord to God, to universe. You have to know that there is something bigger than you out there. If you think that you are the biggest thing in this world, you have so much pain coming towards you. That is so much weight to carry. Thinking that you're the biggest thing in this world, it's like, really? If that's it, if you're the biggest thing in this world, then then we must live in a tiny world because 
Our minds cannot fathom the goodness that is in people, the things, the purpose, the life, the abundance, the the wealth and love, all of those things. We can't fathom those things. And when you go into your head thinking that you're in control, that you're in control of what happens, you're in control of your outcome, you're in control, you cause your own suffering. And what the ego tells us, the ego tells us, Remember, the ego is the inner critic inside of you. The ego tells you that you're going to fail, that you're never going to find love. That's that side of you. And your ego is made up of different voices. It's made up of what society tells you you should be, what your culture tells you you should be. Your ego is made up of what your religion tells you you should be. All of those voices are stacked on top of your inner voice. And so when you find yourself asking for advice, asking other people, what should I do? I feel lost. I don't know what's going on. When you find yourself doing that, you're not being true to yourself because everybody has their own inner voice. Everybody's anger looks different. Everybody hurts about different things. And I want to tell you that anger is just an umbrella. It's just an umbrella. Anger does not exist without pain. It just can't. Anger manifests in the form of aggression, in the form of yelling, shutting down, slamming doors when we are deeply hurt. It is so much easier to stay angry than it is to be sad. Like you need to hear this again. It is so much easier to stay angry than it is to be sad because when you're sad, you are forced to deal with your emotions. You are forced to deal with the tears, to deal with the pain. The pain is not going to kill you, but your anger might. Here are some of the reasons why you're angry. Some of the reasons that you are angry are bad relationships. You're holding on to people that do not serve you. You're holding on to people and you're waiting for them to see your value. It's not up for people or up to people to see your value. It's up to you to see your own value. And when you hold on to relationships, the deep fear is I don't want to be alone. That's what the fear is. I want to remind you that you existed before that relationship and you're going to exist after that relationship. You abandon yourself when you do more for others than they do for you. That's a form of self-abandonment. And that is a reason. And a lot of us, we get angry and are at our own damn selves. We get angry that we put up with this for so long. We get angry like, how did I let this happen? Here's where I say, so what, what now? So what, what now? You got into that bad relationship. So what, what now? They broke your heart. So what, what now? Like what's next? Like we need to keep going and moving on and thinking about the bigger purpose. You're not meant to be stuck in this situation. Another reason why you're angry is because you don't have boundaries. Not only do you not have boundaries, but you're blaming the person that you're saying yes to when you really want to say no. You're telling yourself, well, they should know not to ask me. No, you should know not to say yes. That is something that you need to understand. Boundaries are not for other people. Boundaries are for you. They're for you to protect your peace. You cannot get mad at someone when you agree to do something that you didn't want to do. That is on you. 
another reason why you're angry is because you're scared. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared of making a move. You're scared of the idea of changing. You're scared. And guess what you do when you're scared? You don't trust God. You don't trust God. That's it. You, we need to trust God when things are going right and when things are going wrong. Not just when they're going wrong. I don't know how many people fall to their knees when things are going wrong and we start bargaining, please God, if you do this, please God, if you do that. No, that's not the way it is. He's not a bargaining chip. Trust him when things are going right and trust him when things are going wrong. Another reason why you're angry is because you have these unrealistic expectations. You expect people to do for you as you do for them. You need to remember something right now. Like remember this and write it down. Grab something right now, write it down. When you expect people to do more or to do for you as you would do for them, not only is that unrealistic, but it's also very toxic to you. It's you saying, I would never do that to you. I would never hurt you that way. I would never talk to you that way. When did you become the queen of righteousness? When did your opinion become the end all be all? We as human beings have our own worldview, our own idea of what the world is supposed to look like, of what morals and values are supposed to look like. When we go into like this righteousness of I would never, not only are you handicapping yourself and your growth, but you're hurting other people and you're pushing people away. Not everybody has your heart. Not everybody thinks the way you do. Just because you did something for them doesn't mean they owe you that favor back. They don't see it that way. We, when we do things for others and we don't want to, we need to be clear and find out why we're doing that. Are we trying to change the way they see us? Are we trying to control the narrative? Oh, Dora Lee's a good person. Coach D is amazing. Coach D is this. What are we trying to do? This is something that you need to get clear on and something that you need to understand that expectations are hurting you and they're causing you to be angry. And it's not in a good way. It's not in a good way because when you are angry at someone for them not being you, it's almost like you're expecting them to do what you do. You're expecting them to read your mind and then you're, and then you're getting mad at them when they get it wrong. And I want you to know that if you are ready to shift your anger into sadness and just sit with it, your feelings are not going to kill you. They're not. You think that they are, but they won't. If you are ready to shift your anger into the feeling that it is and sit with it without judgment and learn from it and observe, this is a good place. Stop telling yourself that you do not have power over your life. Stop playing a victim in your own life. Stop repeating the same sentences as people hurt me. They do this and I am stuck and I don't know what to do. Stop doing that. You don't deserve that. You deserve the peace. I hope that this episode has helped you. I hope that you see that you are able to take control over your own life and that the reasons why you are angry are going to surprise you. And the reason why you are avoiding your sadness is 
also probably surprising to you, but if it's not, I hope that you are ready to heal and move and take that step forward because remember, I want to leave you with this. Your sadness is not going to kill you, but your anger might. That's where high blood pressure lives. That's where anxiety lives. That's where panic attacks live. That's where feelings of worthlessness live. That is detrimental to your health and you do not deserve that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Not Another Fucking Podcast. I hope that you were able to take some nuggets out of this. I hope that you were able to find some healing, some relief, and really take ownership over your life. The people that become the perfect size punching bags are your loved ones, are your safe people. And all we do is we push them away when we are angry, when we're triggered, and when we don't have the courage to heal. Remember, even if you're not ready to heal for you right now, heal for someone else that is waiting for you to show up. I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you next Monday.